Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off beginning with October 24th, 1910, Part 3, pages 40 and 41. October 24th, 1910, Part 3. Each member of our congregation must be prepared for the eventuality that sooner or later the authorities will find and punish him, that he may have to spend time in prison or be exiled. The postulant must be prepared for this even before he enters the novitiate, and afterward he must remind himself of this possibility so that falling into the clutches of the government will not be an unexpected event. That is why each member should learn to provide himself with the necessities of life. He should be able to earn his living, either by manual work or some professional skill, so that no matter where he is sent, he can stand on his own two feet and manage by himself until some of the brothers can reach him and come to his aid. Of course, we must be prudent and, as far as possible, be careful to protect ourselves against such a calamity but with moderation, lest we become panic-stricken and negligent in our work for the glory of God and the good of the Church. A person may find himself in a worse prison or exile when he has become paralyzed with fear, like a worm retreats into its hole, not doing anything at all. He is afraid that someone else will shut him up in prison or exile him, not realizing that he has already created a worse prison for himself a prison of inactivity, apathy, and darkness that will eventually ruin and corrupt him. He has imprisoned himself because he has cut himself off from the ranks of the genuine active workers in the church. What good is such a life? Is it not much better to be exiled and imprisoned for Christ than shamefully to drag around the chains that have fashioned that you have fashioned with your own hands those chains with which your own fear has imprisoned you. And what is even sadder is that a person living in such a prison for any time will be ruined because he will be living there without God and often against God's will. While on the other hand, if you should be imprisoned or exiled because of the work that you are doing for the glory of God, the good of the church and the salvation of souls you will have the joy and consolation that our Lord God is there with you. If you are imprisoned for God and because of God, will not your cell become a haven of rest and your exile a paradise? And after all, why should we be so afraid of the civil authorities? We mean them no harm. We have no intention of overthrowing the government. We have no wish to join any national or political party or to support one faction against another. We are determined to avoid all national and political feuds. We have no intention of undermining the social structure. All we want is to become more perfect, to live a better, more God-fearing life according to the spirit of the gospel. We only wish and desire and are willing to devote everything to achieve this goal, that the name of our Lord God be glorified everywhere and that our Holy Mother Church grow and flourish. This can be only for the greater good of society and of the state. 
people often want to ensure that their future against any unforeseen calamity. They want to protect themselves against any mishap, to defend themselves from all misfortune. But can this be done without God? One tiny little slip can destroy your dream castle, a careless word, a serious illness. An evil person can ruin everything that you have built up with so much care. And what about the threat of death? Is not a person more peaceful? Does he not face the future with greater confidence when he has abandoned himself without reserve to God's providence? Not even a hair of our heads falls unless God wills it. Not even the tiniest bird dies without God's knowledge. As we work to reach our goal, we must do everything we can to avoid difficulties and dangers, to stay out of the traps that have been laid for us. But then again, it is never permissible to renounce our vocation, to sacrifice our noble aims, or to allow for the possibility that less may be done for the greater glory of God and the good of the Church, or even that nothing at all be done. We should avoid danger prudently, but, if need be, we should have the courage to look danger squarely in the face. Let us be humble, prudent, and resourceful as we try to do whatever we can, but let us also have courage, boldly seeking to attain our goal, firmly believing that the hand of providence guides and carries us. As a little child sleeps peacefully in its mother's arms, so let us undertake each task with even greater peace, knowing that we are in the arms of God. Be cunning as serpents, and yet as harmless as doves. That's from Matthew chapter 10, verse 16. Unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Matthew chapter 18, verse 3. In this last section of the entry, Blessed George writes about the difficult times in which they were living. The church was being persecuted by the Russian government at that time because of an uprising which had taken place in 1864. Priests could be arrested, imprisoned, or exiled. That is why our Marian congregation had to be renewed clandestinely. They lived under the constant stress of being discovered and arrested. Beyond priestly formation, all candidates to the congregation must be able to make a living somehow if they would be forced to live outside the community or in exile. We must be ready for all kinds of challenges if we are followers of Christ. The apostles had to endure similar persecutions during their lifetime. Blessed George counsels us to not live in fear. Blessed George didn't want his candidates to become involved and entangled in politics. Men of the church must be ready to lead all peoples to salvation. Our job is to grow in holiness and to help others to do the same. We can't guarantee a trouble-free future. If we are followers of Christ, we have to expect the cross. We don't want trouble, but if we live our vocation as Christ calls us to, perhaps troubles will find us. Jesus doesn't want us to abandon our vocation, but rather to face the challenges with his help. The Lord will protect us because we are his family. Need a miracle? 
Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.